Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today. This is Kevin Brooker. Welcome to Cruising Through Retirement. Well, you know about what it costs to run your household on a monthly basis, and you know she you've been putting away some money for an emergency fund. The question is whether you're doing it. So it's the little things that can cause the biggest problems in retirement. And coming up on today's show, we're going to cover how you can avoid making costly mistakes and get your financial health in order for 2024. You found Cruising Through Retirement with Kevin Brooker. Kevin is an investment advisor representative with more than 30 years experience. He's helped thousands of people cruise through retirement, and he'd be happy to help you too. Stick around for today's adventure on Cruising Through Retirement. Welcome in, everybody. Cruising Through Retirement is what you have found. Kevin Brooker is here. He's the guy behind the wheel, as always. Uh, Kevin is a fiduciary, investment advisor representative. You'll find him at Silverleaf Financial. He's been helping folks uh, for getting to retirement for over 30 years. Uh, you'll find more about him and the company at silverleaffinancial.com. An independent fiduciary firm, yes. And uh, hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, you know what? We are good. It is always good to be here, Steve. And, and guys, by all means, you know what? I've got a book out there, The Five Keys to a Successful Retirement. So just go to my website and you can get your copy for free. All right. It's an easy read, but it can give you some ideas uh, of how you might lay the groundwork for your own retirement. And that's at silverleaffinancial.com. All right. And uh, so you, you talk about getting ready, being financially fit for 2024. I mean, you know, this is the time of year, all oh, the New Year's resolutions and all that. And I mean, you know, it's good for maybe what, six weeks? <laughs> it, it really it, it really is. You know, the gyms get real busy for about six yes. weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's about six weeks. Six weeks might be stretching it, actually. For the uh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I, I think and, Valentine's Day and we're done. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And uh, you, you know what? I, I'll admit, I it, when I was younger, I, I made some resolutions. But at this point... I don't bother wasting my time with it. I think it's I think it's kind of wasteful. I'd yeah. rather I'd rather work on something more productive. And, yeah. and you know, I tell you what, guys, a lot of folks have a little bit of downtime over the holidays. And I know we're, we're focused on celebrating and spending time with friends and family and eating, but I'm and and eat, and enjoying a lot of good food, right? Yes. Uh, but I'm gonna bet you probably have a little bit of downtime. Maybe you just take thirty or forty minutes, maybe an hour or whatever it is, to sit down and and and, and let's do some financial. A little bit of financial housekeeping, right? Sure, yeah. A few and, financial push-ups. How's that? Yeah, you, exactly, exactly. You know, and, and I don't want it to stress you out. I don't want you to run a marathon. But you know what? There's a few things you can do that'll that'll tremendously help you out in planning for retirement and just in, in your month-to-month -month life. 
And, and the first thing is really having a budget. I know nobody, a lot of people don't like to hear it. Uh, you really should have a budget. Every, in my opinion, everybody should have a budget from the time you start working because you really need to know where your money's going. And I know most folks can tell me exactly how much they pay for their mortgage, how much they pay for their car payment. But a lot of things get, you know, people forget about a lot of other things. Like maybe you pay, maybe you're like me and you pay your homeowner's insurance one time a year. You know what? Are, are you including it in your budget? Because it is something you got to pay for, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and other things like that, your memberships. I don't know. How, how many streaming services do you have? Oh, probably too many. Right. And that's <laughs> the thing. Are you watching all of them? Because if you're not watching them, you can save a few bucks right there, right? Yes. So let, let's just start off figuring out your budget. Just sit down. It doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to use a spreadsheet. Of course, you can. might make it easier. You could just sit down and use a pen and paper. Just write down everything. Just pull up your bank account, right? Pull up your checking account. Wherever you, however you pay your bills, and you get, and you've got it right in front of you. You can see month by month what you pay, and you can write it down, and then you can see exactly where your money's going. And that's the starting point we can use to figure out how we're going to build a bigger nest egg and get you where you need to be in retirement. But it all starts off with a budget. It really does, and that's a confidence builder too. Once you're there, um, I, I like this. You aren't automating savings and debt payments. I, I, for me, I automate everything. Uh, you know, I. I you know, I, I automated everything, everything as well. And, and I've actually told myself, maybe, am I just really lazy because I'm automating it? <laughs> and I'll tell you what, the nice thing about automating it is you can forget about it. That's, you, the, you, that's the beauty. That's right? what I like. I don't like worrying about it. I don't like worrying about it. I don't like thinking about it. And, and, I, and I certainly don't like thinking, you know, gee, did I miss that payment? Am I late on a payment? Now, now they're going to slap me with a, what, a $20 or $30 you know, fee or fine for being late. Yeah. So, <clears> so to me, automating it is the best way to go. For instance, uh, you know, I just, a lot of you, I think everybody has a cell phone or most everyone has a cell phone these days. Um, you know, take a look at your service, take a look at who you're with. For instance, I was with Verizon for a long time and, but my bill, it's just me and my wife. We don't use a lot of data. It's just really the old, you know, talk and text. And, 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 uh, we were paying about, we were paying about a hundred dollars a month. And I said, you know what, this seems, seems like it's a little high, but I can save some money. Right. So I switched to T-Mobile. I get, I've got more data. I've got a better data plan. I've got unlimited data, unlimited talk, and I am not being paid, by the way, by T-Mobile. Right. <laughs> right. So, but I just want to mention it's another. It's something else that I just did that's going to save us about. It's going to save us thirty-five bucks a month, right? And okay. It, in my book, that's real money. That's okay? real money. Do that times twelve. It do that times twelve, and you know what? We both got brand new phones, and I've got better a better data package than we had before, and I'm saving thirty-five bucks a month. All right. <laughs> So win, as far win, as win. I can see, right, it's a win-win, all right? Yeah. And, and, and so that's, some, that's something that I just did, uh, and, you know, but guys, take a look at it, you know, because there's a lot of good deals out there. Maybe the deal that, you, you, that you've got now, maybe it's not as good as something you could get, you know, with a different provider or somebody sure. else. Also, you might know a lot of times, back in the day when I had cable, you know, we ditched cable and cut the cord a long time ago. Uh, but every year they would send, you know, they want to raise my bill. And then every year I'd have to go through this exercise, call them up. And I'd say, guys, this is crazy. You know, how can you help me here? And usually nine times out of 10, they'll lower your cable bill. Oh, sure. And Right. Yeah. So I don't know if everybody's taking advantage of it. There's no harm in negotiating, right? The worst case scenario, you'll wind up paying the same thing you're paying now, right? It's not going to cost you more, right? The best case scenario, you'll save some money and they're going to lower your bill. All right. So so take a look at those things. It's a good time to do it, right? Because a lot of us are spending a bunch of money on the holidays. I want to I want to sit here and try to help you save some money. Yes. Right? To to replenish those coffers. Okay. Right. So so yeah, put setting things up to be automatic on payments uh, and on savings, you know, automatically. Now is a great time to take a look at your 401k investments, right? 
How much are you putting in your 401k every week or every month, however, however often you get paid? Can you raise it? Could you put in an extra hundred bucks, 200 bucks, thousand dollars, whatever the number might be? Could you raise it? Try to raise it to put away more for the long term because down the road, you'll be very happy you did. And if it's automated, like Steve said a minute ago, you don't even have to think about it. Well, yeah, that not only do you automate pay, you can automate savings. And that's even better because yes. you don't see it. Exactly, exactly. And it's, and that's why it's nice to have the money taken straight out of your paycheck or, or, or immediately when you get paid. I mean, the first thing, yeah. that's one of the first things that I do when I get paid. Is I, I lined up my bills. I actually got on the phone with companies to line up and coordinate all my bills so they're all due at the same time so that I can pay all my bills at the same time. And then my excess savings, I can put into an account. I can either invest it or put it into an account where I'm earning interest. And I wanted everything coordinated so that I can maximize the amount of interest I can earn. Because guys, now you can get 5% on a money market, right? So if you're sitting with a bunch of money and checking or savings at a bank that's paying you like 0.01%, you're really giving money to the bank. So, so take a look at that. I, I used to keep bigger balances at the bank because nobody was paying any interest. But since interest rates started going up, I keep as little as possible in the bank. I just keep enough to avoid any fees. And then the rest of it, I put into an interest-bearing account for short-term money. And I'd recommend taking a look at doing the same. Okay. That makes sense. I like that. I, and I like the fact that you called up the you know b businesses, people that you have to pay every month, and because they are pretty agreeable to change the, the due date. Yeah, they are. They are because, you know, in, in because in my, you know, I'm self-employed. Anybody that listens to the show has yeah. probably heard that before. And and so I, you know, um, but we're on payroll. I use Intuit for payroll services and, and me and my wife are both on payroll. We pay taxes and Social Security and Medicare like everybody else, except we pay twice as much because we're both the employer and the employee. Yeah. So so what I did is, you know, based around my pay date. That's when I thought, because what I was happening to do is I'd, I'd have to move money back and forth. And I'm writing notes saying, oh, remember to move money to pay such and such bill. And then, and then it occurs to me, you know what, maybe if I just coordinate these, it wouldn't yeah. be such a headache, right? Yeah, because and, you're still worried then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so and so, um, so they are all coordinated, so they get paid at the same time, just a few days after my payday. And then I can maximize the amount of money I put into savings to earn that much more interest on the money. And it, it, guys, it makes a big difference. Um, with interest rates at 5% being what you get, at, that's the way the banks are making so much money, guys. Yeah. They call it net interest income, and that's what it is. It's the money the banks make on the interest that they're not paying you, okay? So don't, you know, Jamie Dimon is already a multi-billionaire, okay? He's got enough money to last 100 lifetimes, all of right? Of course. So you don't need to put any more money in his pocket, all right? Maybe it's time he puts some money in your pocket. So, um, but you also want to take a look you know, take a look at where you're spending money, guys, because, you know, a lot of people I meet a lot of I meet a lot of people right before retirement or that are retired and they'll still supporting other they're still supporting other family members. And and so I think it's important to look around and, and look at who you're supporting. If you're still helping your kids out, you know, obviously, you know, most everybody wants to help out a loved one. And that's that's natural. It makes perfect sense. But you've got to be very careful in terms of the help, if the help that you're giving them is, is, you know, causing your own savings or your own plans, your own goals to be compromised or to be put on hold, because chances are that you're going to get to retirement far, far sooner than your child. You know, so my opinion is, is to, is that when you raise them, I'm sure you taught them, right, how to do these things, how to live a productive life. It's time for them to do it on their own. And, and sometimes the tough love, it, it's hard on both people. Um, there, there are some books out there on tough love because a lot of kids don't want to take no for an answer. 
And sometimes you just have to be very stern. But I think if you do that, that'll be a lesson well learned. And it'll help you save that much more for your own retirement as well. Well, again, it's, it's the old adage, you got to take care of yourself, just like on the airplane. Yes. And, that, and that's what that's what I like to talk about. The, you know, the old thing when when the, they're giving you the safety lessons in the beginning of the, before yep. you take off and they talk about, you know, if the plane loses oxygen, then these masks are going to come down from the ceiling. And they tell everybody put for parents and anyone taking care of somebody else, put the mask on yourself first so that you're able to take care of them. Right. And, 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 and it's I think that's a vital lesson. I think it's very, very important because there are so many people now getting to retirement that don't have enough put away. And a lot of those people had given extra help to their kids that are, and these aren't children, okay? These are adults, 25, 30 years old and older that are still relying on their parents for help. I think it needs to stop. And and I, I think uh, if it's an emergency, sure, help them out. But don't get in a situation where you're giving them money on a regular basis when they have a job and they should be taking care of themselves. Sure. Everybody needs to be independent and, and pull their own weight. Well, and you know, the I'm, I'm sorry, but the... It, they may say they want to pay you back, but they won't. No. I mean, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't mean to be so harsh, but that's true. It's, it, it, you know, the majority of people that I talk to, it's very true. And uh, I, I know I lived with it. I had a sister who, who's since gone, but she spent her entire life living, living off of my parents. She, she and, and when she was younger, I mean, even when she was older, and they told her no, she would start to cry. And, and then my parents felt bad for her, and they, and they would cave, and they would give her money. Um, and it, uh, it wound up being a significant amount of money. Um, and it was really because I think she took advantage of them her entire life and she knew how to play their emotions sure. and made them make them feel guilty. Yep. And, and so you, uh, I'm sure everybody can recognize it. And I'm sure a lot of, a lot of kids will tell their parents they're going to pay it back. Uh, but in most cases I'm familiar with, it just never happens. It just never happens. So one of the things too, um, a lot of folks today, one, they're working longer, and uh, they're they're believing that you know they want to work in retirement, and so this is a PWC's annual employee financial wellness survey. Eighty-two percent of workers believe they'll work in retirement. I mean, yeah, so I mean that's eighty-two percent. That, that doesn't always come true, does it? No, and that's a big number, right? That's, that's a big huge number. number. And, you know, in PWC, that's Price Waterhouse Cooper. For those of you uh, curious. And so a big accounting firm, consulting firm, you know, the thing that surprised me is that uh, of the people that plan to work, a third of them plan to work full time, full time in retirement. And, that, and that, that's, that's a contradiction, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is a contradiction, guys, because what a lot of people don't realize and what they don't think about is that it might not really be up to you. And, and if you let that sink in for a second, right? When I say it might not be up to you, it's because it's because over a third uh, close to 40% of retirees, they had to retire earlier than they wanted to, earlier than they planned to. And a lot of times it's because of health. It's because something happens, they get sick, they get a disability, and they're just not able to work anymore. And so especially if you're, if you're in a heavily physically intensive job, like some, if, you're, if you're some sort of a, uh, I don't know, like I've got a brother-in-law that's a, that's a, uh, a flooring installer, right? Okay, sure. So he, so he does a lot of carpeting. And, and if you guys know that device they used to stretch the carpeting where they jam it against the wall with their knee. It makes my knees hurt without ever doing it. Right? And, and so you think about doing that, what, hundreds of times a day for how many years and years and years? That's got to take a toll on your body. Sure. And, and so I've, I've told them, I said, man, you, you, you know, put away as much money as you can 
Um, but but maybe think about an alternative career that's not as physically demanding because once a person gets into their 50s and above, those jobs are very much, much more difficult than they were in your 20s and 30s. Of course, of course. Folks, again, that website to visit is silverleaffinancial.com, silverleaffinancial.com. You can also call Kevin, 800-975-6717, and just you know, schedule a time to sit down and talk about it. You'll, you'll just do that first, uh, first conversation over the phone, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know what, guys, you can go to my website, uh, silverleaffinancial.com, or, or another one I have is roll401k.com. Either one of them, you can, you can get the book we talked about, The Five Keys to a Successful Retirement. Uh, and also on both of the websites, you can, schedule, you can schedule a time with me right on the website. You don't even have to talk to me ahead of time. You can schedule it right there. It's, it's got an automated, automated link through Calendly, which is linked to my calendar. So it'll only show times that I'm available to talk. And, and what I put on there is to schedule an initial brief consultation, only 10 or 15 minutes on the phone, just so we can talk for a couple minutes and I can get an idea of what you're looking for, see if I can help. And then you can decide if you want to take it to the next step where we talk in greater detail and we sit down you know, face to face. But you can get it all started right there on the websites. What am I going to find at Roll401k.com? Roll401k. You know what? You are going to find an opportunity to, to learn a little bit more about how to plan a successful retirement. Okay. No and, and yes, you, yes, you will. And that is, that is where you can go. You can see the book is five keys to successful retirement. It's uh, just about a hundred pages. Uh, it does not something, you know, it's not like we're talking, what, what is it? The, uh, what was it? The ri- rise and fall of the Roman empire or something like that. Sure. <laughs> That was, that was like a million pages. All right. It's it's nothing like that, guys. We're just trying to go through and give you a brief idea of of the things that we look at uh, that, that we think could be very helpful in helping you to hit that retirement that you want. The retirement that's stress-free. You can play as much golf or do as much fishing or as much traveling or spend as much time with the grandkids as you want, right? But all of it takes money, okay? And I always tell everybody money gives you choices, right? So you can make the decision would you want to fly and spend a month in Europe this year? Or would you like to take a crew, a, 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 you know, month long cruise somewhere? Money gives you those choices that if you don't have the money, obviously you can't make that decision. Right. Sure. So, so I think, I, I think it's important, um, you know, to, to, to look at the information that's out there to make sure you're on track. And that's where an advisor can help you being unbiased and objective. We can help bring the emotion out of it as well. And those are one of the many things that a good advisor can help you with. Absolutely. And the, one of the other things is talking about health care and just health care costs. I'm not talking long-term care. I'm talking just, just health care in general. It's going, to be, it's going to be expensive. There is no question. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I swear I have a conversation, at least one conversation every week with somebody telling me how much their health care costs. And, and I had a conversation this week with a woman that um, she's in her mid-60s. And she unfortunately has stage four cancer and she was diagnosed with it like 15 years ago and has been living with it. Um, And she's telling me the cost of her medications is over $20,000 a month, a month, a month, month, right? Is she paying for that? She, she, she's paying some of it. Uh, They've got health insurance through her husband's employer. um, And, but it doesn't pay all of it. Yeah. And so they do, they do have to come out of pocket with, with money every month. And um, she, that's what she was talking about, the, the prices they charge. And she apparently gets injections at the doctor. And she tells me just for them to give her an, inject, an injection, it's, they charge $500 just to administer the injection. That, and that does not include the med. That does not include the medication. That's just the cost to administer it. And, and I wanted to say, you know what, I'll, I'll do it for 400 But yeah. I'm, I'm, 
I'm joking, right? The the but the, the point is that the healthcare costs are are horrible. They're horrible. I tell you what, I actually I I, I just switched doctors myself, and he gave he had me do all these blood tests, right? Mm-hmm. So I, now I have health insurance, right? <laughs> Luckily, and and I, I wouldn't I'd recommend everybody have it. So I got the bill for the blood test, right? They charge they charge the insurance company fourteen hundred dollars for the blood test. Fourteen hundred dollars for blood tests. Okay, you're the one and, that endured the pain, right? Yeah, <laughs> and and I mean, you know, luckily that's not because my wife told me. I'm like, wait a minute, you're telling me we owe fourteen hundred dollars? I think you just gave me a heart attack. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna have to go see the doctor sooner than I thought. Um, you know, but our piece was ninety bucks, right? So. I don't, you know, the, the, the costs that are going through the healthcare system are just unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's a shame we've got the most expensive healthcare system in the world when we spend the most on research and development. And then, you know, like idiots, we give it away to the rest of the world. Yeah, that and never it, made sense to me. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just a shame what's happened. What, what's happened. I mean, the, uh, there's a lot of things we could do to fix these things, but, um, but politicians are more concerned about, you know, who's contributing to their campaign than doing the right thing. Well, yeah, you got so. a point. And and so uh, one of the other things that we can uh, talk about here is one of the, I think the biggest thing that anybody can do is sit down with an independent fiduciary advisor to talk this through because there's there's a lot of moving pieces when it comes to planning for retirement and just because there's a big name on the on the marquee doesn't make them better. To me, no. better is working with somebody like you, Kevin, who, you know, you are, it becomes part of the family. Yes. And I, I appreciate that, Steve. And I think that's, that, that's one of the biggest differences between the boutique firms, the smaller firms and, and the big ones that, that, uh, you know, with the, with the waterfall and the marble floors and the, and the foyer. <laughs> and, yes. You know, and, and I've, I used to work at them, so I, I know exactly how they're put together and what they do. And, and it doesn't mean they're, I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong. But you don't have the same, in most cases, you don't have the same uh, amount of options, investment options. Uh, the thing with an independent advisor is uh, we can pick and choose everything that we offer. And we have total flexibility to offer anything that's available to an investor if the company offering it works with independent advisors. Uh, but at the big firms, the big firm decides what their representatives can recommend. They, they, the firm decides what they can sell. And I was at a, I was at a firm uh, you know, for many, many years and about 15 years ago, I came up, I came into, a, I met a person uh, that wanted to invest in something uh, and, and my firm didn't want to approve it. And they, they actually rejected it. They said, no. I said, this, this is the best solution for this client. They said, no, just find something else that's on our platform. And so that's when I made the decision that, you know, I, I either have to sacrifice my integrity, you know, or I leave. Mm-hmm. And so I made, so that's what made me, that's what, that's when I left and start and, and went fully independent. Uh, with silver leaf and because i don't want to be limited if i find something that is the best solution i want to be able to offer it to to my clients and so that's what i did and that's what i truly truly appreciate uh, about being independent is that i can look across the entire landscape and find the best solution to to for, for a client for whatever they're trying to accomplish and i don't have anything getting in my way i don't have anybody telling me no that's not one of our products why don't you recommend one of our products right yes the proprietary exactly. stuff yeah right and, and so there's a lot of these things going on behind the scenes. Um, I would say you owe it to yourself to, to look into it, research it, make sure you're getting the best advice possible and that you're not limited, um, you know, because of shelf space or something like that. Sure. It's just like the grocery stores, guys. They have limited products. 
and 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 that and that's what they put on the shelf. And but all all firms are not the same. We do have different offerings, and we have things that that uh, not everybody has. Uh, so I think it, it is important to look around when you're making that decision. Make sure you talk to some independent fiduciaries, too. Absolutely. And uh, again, Kevin could be your first stop, silverleaffinancial.com or uh, what is it, roll401k.com. That was interesting. I just went out and looked. Yes, roll401k.com. So take, take a look. Take a look at it, guys. I'm very proud of those websites. Spent a good, spent a good amount of money developing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, let, let me know what you think. Well, I mean, check them out. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear about it. All right, fair enough. And, um, well, we've got some questions from listeners that have been piling up here, Kevin. Why don't we jump in and do a couple of those as uh, we wind up things? <laughs> I think that sounds good. Let's do it. All right. Meredith has a question for you. She says, I'll be retiring with a generous pension and paid in paid in Social Security for 40 years full time. I'm told there will tax my Social Security benefit about 85 percent. I'm holding off applying until I know for sure. I also have a small 401k that I don't plan touching until I'm required to take RMDs. I'm planning to retire at 63. That's next year. Why will I be taxed so much? Okay, well, that's that's because the government needs the tax revenue to pay for all these you know beautiful roads and highways and bridges and national defense. Uh, but the answer is, though, I think you're looking at it wrong there. I think that the when they're saying 85 percent, it's not an 85 percent tax rate. Right. What they're saying what they're saying is that, and, and this is all based on your income. So it all depends on how much income over and above Social Security that you have. If you're just if you're just relying on so and you said you had a pension so that's what I don't know the answer to is how much is the pension, uh, but depending on whether you're single or married, you know for instance um, a, a single person has what's the standard deduction I want to say is just below fourteen thousand, mm-hmm. um, you know so so that's that's step one is that's your standard deduction right fourteen thousand so um, anything up to that amount you know is not going to be taxed at all and then the tax is going to start off at ten percent. And it goes to and it goes to twelve percent and doesn't go higher than twelve percent. Let's say you're married filing jointly, it doesn't go over twelve percent until your joint income is over ninety grand. It's just just under ninety thousand. All right. Okay. So it's really historically speaking, the taxes aren't that bad. So I'm gonna say that the tax you have to pay, you might have to pay ten to twelve percent tax on up on up to 85% of your social security. Yeah, that's the, so, that's the clarity cuz people are I mean that really grabs your attention when you say taxed on 85%. It it's not it, clear. It it, uh, it it does and it and it's and it's uh poor you know I don't I don't know the 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 easier way to say it but it's No, I don't know. Either, uh, but, you know, but okay, look you can look at it this way 15% of your social security will never be taxed, okay? All well, right. 15 15% will never be taxed. You might have to pay tax on the 85% but your tax rate is most likely going to be between 10 and 12 percent uh, of of, uh, of that of that income. Sure. Right. All so right. it's all going to come down to the formula they use, which is a little bit tricky. Um, you know, and, and I tell you, that's why one thing that I like to talk about that I think people should think about is when you are retired uh, is where you're drawing your income from. And in other words, if people have if you have a Roth IRA and you have a health savings account, those are going to be tax free when you take the money out long as you follow the rules. And so that tax-free income, right, is just that, tax-free. And so something that me and my wife will be doing is on certain select years, I, I'm sure I won't be able to do it every year, uh, but I should be able to take a handful of years where we live off of nothing but our tax-free income and Social Security. And that means my Social Security won't be taxable at all. And so I, I estimate that would save probably four to $5,000 a year. 
And so it's not, well, not, you know, a huge amount of money. Well, you know, if you can, if you did that for five years, I'd say that's a pretty significant amount of money that you can save. Sure. Wow. Makes sense. And so that's, yeah, what I'm looking forward to. All right. So, Meredith, give us a call, 800-975-6717, or email Kevin at silverleaffinancial.com. Start there. Um, let's see. We've got time for more here. Let's go to Lisa and Robin. Uh, I'm 64. My wife is 61. I plan to start drawing Social Security next year. Now, I was going to wait until full retirement age, but I've seen too many people die and get nothing. If I start drawing, what is the best option for my wife? Early? Full retirement age or 70. I still work full-time self-employed, so my monthly benefit should increase slightly. All right. All right. Well, thank you for the question. I, I would say I don't – I actually don't have all the information I need to answer that right. completely. Um, you know, for instance, if you're you're married, the, what, we, what I always like to suggest, uh, we need to look at earnings history, see who has the highest earnings of the two, because when the first person passes away, the surviving spouse is going to get the bigger Social Security check. She's not going to get both checks. So what I would say is to just before you go ahead and make that claiming decision, take a look at your health, take a look at your health situation and take a look at your family situation in terms of their life expectancy. Look at look at the ages of your parents and your siblings. How long did they live? Were they healthy? Is there any major health threat that that could shorten your life? You know, or do you have people if you have people that have lived well into their 80s or, or above? I, I would say take a take a breath and maybe reconsider that decision because if you're the higher bread earner, in other words, if you have the higher social security check, then when 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 the time comes, your wife is gonna your wife is gonna be left with just that check. Yeah. And so my my point is, that's a big factor in my decision making because that's the situation I'm in, where I had the higher income of the two of us. So assuming I predeceased my wife, which let's face you know let's face it, that's typical. Yes. All right. I want to make sure she's got enough to live and be comfortable. And so that's a big part of the reason I'm planning to wait till 70 is because we also have longevity in my family. Uh, my father lived to 93. Uh, I have an aunt that lived to 97. Um, you know, so I've been, as far as I know, I'm healthy. And, and so the, the, the break even, the break even age is, is around 81 to 82 in 90% plus of cases. So in other words, the difference between taking your social security at full retirement age, all right, and then receiving those checks so that the cumulative total amount of money a person has received from social security, if you start it at 70 versus let's say 66 or 67, it's going to take between 11 and 12 years for you to make as much as you would have made had you been getting those earlier checks and then to pass up the cumulative total that you've received. All right. Mm -hmm. But if you think you've got a good chance of living, if the odds are at least 50 percent, you can live to the age of 82 or higher. I would strongly suggest that you wait until the age of 70 to climb. Sure. 800-975-6717. Give us a call. Let's see. Let's try to sneak in one more here. Um, uh, let's go to Nat. Uh, Nat says, my dad recently passed and I'm receiving about one hundred and eighty thousand dollars from his life insurance policy. I'm 29 years old, and I'm kind of lost on what to do with it. I'm currently investing 7% in my 401k, which the company I'm working for matches. I've been looking into a Roth IRA, a CD, or bonds. But do I have some? But I do have some student loan debt to pay off as well. Where do I start? Oh, that that is a good question, and uh, I think it's, did you say Nat or Matt? I, I apologize. Yeah. 
Um, well, I, I appreciate the question. The fact that you're 29 and you're inheriting this money, um, be, first, you want to be very careful, right? Because that's a lot of money and a lot of people would blow it on a, something silly. So what I would suggest, you didn't see whether you owned a home or not. Um, and I don't know the total, the total amount of your debt. But personally, if you've listened to the show before, that you know that I'm a big fan of, of paying down or eliminating debt. So I don't know the amount, but I'll tell you one thing that I, that I always like to do when I got a big lump sum that was unexpected. I did want to have fun with some of it. So I usually take maybe a third or a quarter of it to have some fun, you know, and that could be any number of things. It doesn't mean it has to be gone. You have to spend it all. Right. Um, but the majority of the money I think should either be, should be invested and or pay down debt. So maybe, maybe use, you know, 30% of it to pay down debt and, and use 40, 40% of it to invest. And what I would look at, if you haven't, you, you mentioned you've got some investments in your 401k. I, I always recommend for people to start off with just the S&P 500 index. Just do the, in, just buy a good index fund, you know, iShares and Vanguard, they've got some very low cost index funds. I think that's a great foundation to build just buying that index, by, buying the index. And what I'd suggest for somebody 29 is set up a Roth IRA. All right. Please set up a Roth IRA because you'll pay the tax now, but then it can grow for the next 30, 40, 50 years tax free. Sure. And that is, that is going to be a big, big benefit. I like to explain, I like to think, ask people to think about this. It's like planting a seed and, and growing a crop, right? If you pay the tax on it now, you're paying the tax on the seed and then the crop is going to grow tax free versus what a lot of people do. They defer the tax on the seed and they wind up paying the tax on the entire crop when they take it out in their 70s. And that's a lot bigger amount of money generally than it, than it would was when you were 29, right? Yes. So if you, th if you think you're going to have significant growth, to me, it makes the most sense to pay the tax now and let it grow tax-free through a Roth. All right. And, and again, you know, as a young guy here, he's 29 years old, 180,000 um, in that life insurance. That's tax free. I mean, yes, he, he would benefit sitting down with with, to, with someone like you to say, all right, because you can look at a you can look at that 40 years down the line and realize what that can become. Oh, no question about it. And, and you definitely you definitely should should consult with some professionals. You know, you can you can learn a lot online. No question. There's a lot of resources online. But it doesn't replace a human being, all right? Sitting down and having a conversation and just talking to somebody, to somebody bouncing questions off of them, and see what type of information you can get. And one, one thing I'll tell you guys is that, like, like if I have something break in my house, I, I bring a bunch of contractors over, not just because I'm looking for the best price, but because everybody that I talk to, I learn something from, right? And I can, you can learn a lot about things talking to the experts that help you fix them or help you build them. It's the same premise yeah. with a financial advisor. If you sit down with three advisors, you're going to learn something from each one of them, right? And it probably will be something different because there's so much to cover, all right? So you can learn from each person you talk to. And then after you talk to a couple of us, you can figure out who is going to be the best fit for you. And then you can go back and build a relationship with that person that can help you build your portfolio to last a lifetime. All right. What a great way to wind up the show, Kevin, and, and uh, wind up the year, actually. Oh, yes, for sure, guys. I hope you've enjoyed the shows. It has been, it has been my pleasure uh, doing these every week. I hope you find them useful, and I hope everybody has a wonderful Merry Christmas and a happy, prosperous New Year.
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment tax or legal advice. The covered material has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. There are risks associated with every type of investment vehicle. Please read the prospectus and risk disclosures thoroughly before investing. Insurance guarantees are subject to the insurance company's ability to pay. Neither Silverleaf Financial, Kevin Brooker, hosts, and guests are responsible for the usage of information discussed. Security and investment services offered through Silverleaf Financial, members FINRA SIPC. Please consult with an experienced advisor before making any investment decisions. Volatility in the market is a fact. What isn't so clear is what the ups and downs of the market can do to your retirement portfolio. For answers, call Kevin Brooker at 800-975-6717. Kevin is founder and CEO of Silverleaf Financial, and he's been helping people cut through the noise to create a retirement and income plan that can take you all the way through retirement. Call now for your free financial consultation, 800-975-6717. Today's market volatility can really take a toll on your portfolio. But what if you could lock in your gains and still be in a position to participate in the gains without suffering losses if the market plunges again? That's what Kevin Brooker at Silverleaf Financial can help you achieve. Your no-cost analysis includes a portfolio x-ray showing any hidden fees in your current plan. He'll show you how by claiming Social Security at the right time can make a huge difference in your retirement income. Call Kevin Brooker today, 800-975-6717. Do it today.